What's up, everybody? Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya. I'm your host, as you know, and I'm so glad you guys came back with me again this week. We are doing living room chat. Uh, and um, yeah, let's just get right into it. So much stuff going on. I just want to highlight some things. Uh, one, um, so it's about time for a sentencing here. I don't know if you guys remember the man, um, uh, young man, whoever he was. He sentenced up to 10 years for shooting uh, the black girl in Iowa at the Trump rally. Uh, I guess it's finally time for his um, his sentencing from the December 6th uh, incident uh, in Des Moines, uh, Iowa. So, hey, hey, Jen, how are you? So, okay, so here we go. So Michael McKinney, who's 26, of St. Charles, right? Uh, he pleaded guilty in June to intimidation, listen carefully, intimidation with a dangerous weapon and willful injury, will, willful injury on the December 6th shooting um, after a rally in, Dece in Des Moines near uh, the state capitol. This is a while ago, but, but I think, you know, it takes forever for them to actually put you in jail. That's, hi, Grandma. Hi, what's up? It takes you a while for them to put you in jail. So, okay. So at any point, um, according to the Associated Press, um, now listen to how twisted the media can be, right? Listen very carefully to this story. So the authority said the girls in the car Oh, we had a light. What are we doing? Just listen carefully. The girls in the car and rally participants. Now, see, they threw them together. The girl in the car and the rally participants. Now, you wouldn't. Hey, Anthony, what's up? Now, you would never know that these girls are just riding by and happen to be running through the wrong place at the wrong time. You would never know that because the way this story is telling it, you would think that the girls are rallying and they're in their car and then they're rallying and they're exchanging words. That's what you would think, right? But that's not the case. So anyway, the authorities said the girls in the car and rally participants were exchanging insults when the teenager's car was surrounded by Trump supporters. Isn't that intimidation? But okay. The car backed up, hitting a pickup, a pickup truck. At that point, okay, McKinney, who's an army veteran, sorry to say that, uh, who was uh, who was wearing body armor, okay, you hear that? Body armor and carrying several firearms, he shot into the car, hitting the then 15-year-old in the leg. He later told police that he felt he was in danger, look at my face, and was protecting himself according to court records. Now, I don't know if you know, but that's a proud boy sentiment. Like, you know, you and I go, hate to say it, but it goes back to our forefathers from slavery. You know, just say you felt that life was in danger and you get off. And that's pretty much how it went. But my thing is nobody mentioned nothing about him wearing body armor. What are you doing wearing body armor, first of all? So you had an intent to start something? That's how I feel. But don't let me tell it because they won't tell it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he was sentenced up, up to, up to 10 years in prison shooting into the car full of black teenage girls after an Iowa rally rally for the then president Donald Trump. So this is a while ago, uh, injuring one of the girls. I got a problem with all of this. First of all, how, how that poor man, Mr. Willie get out after serving 45 years in jail, he got life sentence and he didn't even do the crime. Mm -mm. So many people like so many people this year, but this guy gets less than 10 years for shooting intentionally into a car. He could have killed her and she thought she was going to die, she said. And the state, in fact, um, in a red uh, statement for the court, uh, she said that uh, she believed she was going to die that day and didn't know if she'd be able to walk again. 
so that was according to um, what the Des Moines Register, I think that's the name of their paper. Anyway, I think the media, um, they're great for feeding into stereotypes. Because um, here's the thing. They mentioned that he was a vet, right? But they, they just said the girls were black girls. They said that. Hey, Wandra. They said that. But they never said any of uh, the five girls, oh, was a, a student or, you know, on the debate team or nothing you know th those are so tainted so anyway you know what it is when you read a story make sure you read between the lines because usually there's something between the lines uh and uh you know i just think it's crazy that um you know he gets up to 10 years for shooting i just don't understand the court system i think it's still rigged from five thousand years ago but don't let me tell it uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. so anyway i got some more news for you here uh let's see so, okay, so uh, for all those of you parents out there, um, do you think you're feeding your kids healthy? Let me just tell you, honey. Kids are, your kids are probably eating mostly junk food, okay? And that's according to uh, kids and teens in the USA. They get the majority of their calories from ultra processed foods, okay? Frozen pizzas, McDonald's, I won't say Mickey D's, we'll say, okay, because I don't want to shade nobody. Uh, microwave meals, chips and cookies. Ooh, even some of the people that think they're vegetarian, I hate to tell them, but they ain't even eating healthy stuff. I hate to say, I hate to tell you that part. They're going to be in for a rude awakening when they be like, what? I still got Clark Derby's, but I eat no meat. I'm like, if you eat no meat and you're eating uh, mayonnaise, then what do you expect? Like, right? So there's like substitutes, but you, you know, if you're eating all soy based products that are GMOs, who cares if you might as well eat the meat I tell you that because it probably give you less extra breasts than the other one, but don't let me tell it anyway. Uh, so according to this, uh, this uh, study um, about two thirds uh, or 67% of calories consumed by children and adolescents. And that was in 2018 came from ultra processed foods. Wow. So it jumped from 61% um, in 1999. And that was according to um, a peer reviewed study published in the medical journal. JAMA, J-A-E-M-A. -A. Uh, so anyway, they analyzed what diet of 33,795 young people ages 2 to 19 years old across the United States. Um, they noted overall poor nutrient profile. <laughs> well, what do you expect from that? I mean, I could have told you. I, this is not rocket stuff. Make them eat salmon in Spanish. Yep, that's facts. So well, here's the thing about salmon. Check this out. I'll tell you about that. Remind me to come back to that, Wanda. So this is particularly a problem for children and adolescents because they are uh, at a critical stage in life where they form their dietary, dietary habits, right? Um, and um, so according to, uh, what's his name? Dr. Fang, Fang Sedang. I'm not making a joke. That's his name. The study senior author uh, of uh, a nutrition and cancer epidemiologist, I cannot say the word, epidemiologist, I cannot say this word, at Tufts University, uh, Friedman School of Nutrition, Science, and Policy. That's where he's from. Uh, he says that a diet high in ultra-processed foods may negatively influence children's uh, dietary quality and contribute to adher adverse health outcomes long-term. You think? I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, anyway, you know, now you know why all these adults are sick, right? Generations of garbage passed on, passed on. Here, oh, grandma made that dish. Yeah, let me have some. Okay, then you know you can't be having that macaroni and cheese. You can't have that every day. You can't eat that. The fried chicken every day. You can't do it. 
And if you do, we'll know because your health will sell us. That's pretty much how that goes. Uh, so you can correct your past habits, your past family habits, but you gotta do something, people, man. Because these kids out here in these streets, like they're not, they're not getting the health, uh, the the correct um, nutrients that they're getting. I I know I used to work. Um, um, I, I'm gonna get to you guys, Wanda. I used to work at um, cashiering for like seven years part time. That was my third gig, right? And if I could tell you, hoo, 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 if I could tell you what I saw in them, I saw one, I saw several, I see people all the time. Like I would probably, I don't know. I probably saw at least 200 cards a day, at least, at least. I mean, I'm just thinking on my head, top of my head. Uh, and, and at one time I looked in a, a friend's card and I was like, damn, she got three kids and her carts are filled with nothing but garbage. I think there might've been apples in there. There might've been. That's it. Everything else was disgusting. Like all microwave food, processed foods, no vegetables. If they were, they were frozen. It's like, okay, here's the thing on frozen vegetable, guys. If you have to have frozen vegetables, no problem, because that's what you have to have. But if you have a choice, go to the fresh food market, go to the farm. I like to go to the farm over here. If you don't live by a farm, find somebody that has the farmer's market on the weekends, find someplace, because that's really what you want is the farm food, especially like I know ours, ours doesn't, as they say, they don't use uh, pesticides and chemicals. That's what you want. That's what you want. And if you have young kids, you know, I'm not Miss Other Mo Ultimate Mom, whatever. I have two kids and one of my daughters is still vegetarian. One doesn't, it was not. So, it, it, you know, you could try all your best and still might not turn out well. But overall, you got to remember something. Your kids are your future. And if you are feeding them junk, that is your future. I'm just saying, that's how you have to look at it. Corn syrup, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Corn syrup. So, but kudos and shout out to, um, they were saying um, Latino kids, um, black and Latino kids, of course, we fared the worst, but my Mexicans, ooh, kudos to my brothers and sisters uh, because it seemed Mexican Americans had a lower rate, yes, than US um, indicated, uh, indicates one thing to me probably home cooked food. But I, I kind of say that that study could be a little skewed because I've seen grocery, I've worked in a grocery store and I, and I watch carefully what people buy. And unless you're buying products from, um, you know, some people buy their island staples or their country staples. And so they're good. Hey, Jay, what's up? So, so they're good. Like, um, like, um, but it's like, I can't explain it, but long-term, some things are just not great for you. Uh, so I, that study could be a little skewed to me. If it was, if they said Mexicans, um, I'd say, yeah, that makes sense. Cause I know they eat way better. Um, pro you know, probably less, I'm going to assume I should not assume that actually, I should look that up before I tell you that, but I'm just going to say, um, if you look at the ratio of the things that's wrong with your culture, that's pretty much going to tell you what it is. You got high blood pressure. You got um, kidney stones, gallbladder problems. You got kidney problems. You got eye problems. Your hair's falling out. I mean, I can tell you, like, there's some cultures that they got beautiful long hair, but they may be bent over because their back's messed up from eating all that cyanide and that darn white rice stuff, you know. And that's it's it's okay. It's proved by the FDA. It's a small amount. You're it's okay to have a little cyanide. So, so that's according to them. Uh, so you're okay. Preferably, if I'm gonna eat rice. I, I sometimes I cheat because I love this Indian rice. Oh God, I love that jasmine rice. Uh, but uh, wild rice is best or black rice. 
that's usually the best if you have to. Uh, but back to my my Mexicanos, um, somebody's doing a good job because they said that they, they had a lower rate of uh, stuff, that, and it's probably because of cooked meals. So I guess they're not getting, they're probably getting, I don't know. I think there's a lot of love in that food. That's what I think. I think that's why they find when you get love along with good food, like nothing can stop you. That's why some, some slaves used to eat the worst foods, but they outlived everybody. Right. So it, it's all subjective. Honestly, it's all subjective. We now never know. Um, yeah, we never know. They also found that education um, didn't matter uh, uh, or how much money you made didn't matter. And I can tell you that one personally, because I'd see people on the line who were rich as a, you know what, and they'd have, I was like, you really eating that? Like, you don't know, like, that's a heart clogger. Like, something like mayonnaise to me. It's like, who eats that much mayonnaise after you know? Who eats, um, what's that oil? Um, Vegetable oil. Like, who does that on a daily basis now that we know that clogs your arteries? Like, we didn't know before. So we ate, should we eat Crisco oil? You name it. We was like, yes, let's get all in. Fried egg chicken. Yes, I know. I know about the fried chicken. Okay. My foster mama was, she, uh, you know, she was a farming gal. You know what I'm saying? So I know about food. Sometimes you just can't do better. But now that we know better, are you going to really be eating, uh, frying your chicken in vegetable oil? Or if you're going to be frying chicken, quite frankly, it's probably better. If you're going to eat it, it's probably, probably better if you ate it baked and organic. But I'm just saying, even though organic has chemicals in it, and that I only know because it took it to a lab. That's how I know that. And you can do the same thing. You can grab chicken from anywhere you want that says it's organic, take it to a lab that does, you know, the food processing and see what, you know, what it comes out with. And you'll see. I was doing um, a story once years ago, and uh, that's how we found out. So anyway, long story short, parents, you know, I tell you this because of the fact that, you know, our kids are our future. Like their minds have to be sharp right now, especially now with this COVID going around. You want to make sure that they are eating as much of that plant based as you can get. Be creative. I mean, I can make some pretty gorgeous salads, okay? All never cooked, not cooked at all, all straight. Um, what do they call it? That's raw bacon. I don't know what I forgot what it's called, macro organic, whatever. I can make some pretty salads. I'll make kids look at that salad like, oh, it's so pretty. Look at that purple and the oh, that orange and the red. Yes, I can make some gorgeous salads that I'll make any kid be like, I'm gonna eat that. Even if they eat it and then they get tricked and be like, I don't want it. But I can darn sure trick that eye because I know about how kids like they like things to be like, oh, appealing to them. So if I'm cutting an orange pepper, I might cut it in circles because it's going to look like fun. Right. So there's little little tricks you can get. I used to have a kid who couldn't stand anything green. So I tricked them with my collard greens. Now, my secret was and his mother said he didn't like nothing green. But my secret was I did the ultimate no, no. Okay. Um, well, that's when I was eating meat at that rate. Um, but I did a uh, smoky smoked turkey neck, uh, instead. So, but the real trick to get him to eat it was, I admit I did put, um, organic sugar in it. I hated to say it. Yes, I did. Uh, and that's cause you know, I couldn't get him to eat it. So I just put just enough where it's not that bitter taste from the vinegar or whatever. So it was, it worked. He ate it and they couldn't believe he ate it. So that's, you do little tricks for kids, but you got to make it healthy when you can. Uh, now the funny thing about processed foods is other countries, like they don't allow you to sell it to them. Like you go to the Netherlands some parts of Italy, um, some parts of France, mm -mm, they'll ship it out, but they ain't, they not letting their people have that byproduct GMO, all that. Mm -mm, they're not doing that. Um, one of the things, the one thing that, um, what's his name? Uh, the mayor of Dink, uh, not Dinkins, oh Lord. One of the mayors, what's his name that, um, 
made the soda ban. Bloomberg. That was, I mean, while I thought it was very Gestapo-ish <laughs> to do a soda tax, I was like, that is wrong. But because it was saving lives, I was like, mm, I'll take the soda tax for 500, Bob. No problem. Because that's something that's going to literally save lives. Like, there's no, even if someone made a profit or didn't make a profit, I don't care because that is going to save children a lot because children love sodas. So if that's what they had to do, I didn't mind that. But then I was like, just don't be starting to think you can just tax up everything because you feels like it. Like that's not how food goes. So that was annoying. But the soda tax um, actually dropped the uh, amount of soda sales, which is a great thing. So, you know, I mean, I think that, that that's, a, that's a good thing. So what, what are the, some of the things, guys? Um, you know, this processed food, uh, why do you think they're putting so many um, GMOs in it aside from mostly profit? Because it makes money and it keeps you going to the doctors. So that makes more money, more money, more money, more money, more problems, and more money. Ow. So that's one. But um, so allegedly it's just for a longer shelf life. Like who wants it? I don't want my apple to be around three weeks. It's not supposed to be. If it's fresh, you're supposed to eat it today and you got three days and it's a wrap. When I was in Italy, you didn't eat no, um, you know, you put your fruit in a bowl, but it didn't stay there for weeks. Like now... You could put an orange in a bowl. That sucker would be there like six weeks. And you're like, wow, this orange is powerful. Wow. Look at that orange. Go, orange, go, go. Uh, all right. I'm a little over it. Uh, but anyway, so a lot of industrial processing because they got to keep the shelf life longer, right? Um, uh, and the GMOs um, is because, well, you don't want me to tell why because you know I'll tell why. But somebody bought up all the damn uh seeds uh so now we got all the gmos going around the stores like whole foods in some places i won't say other places names but let's allegedly how about that allegedly am i supposed to allege it uh so you know i know the, another reason why they do it is because adders and fillers and it makes it taste good it's like sugar is a drug worse than cocaine Yes, you heard me say it right. Sugar is a drug. It's worse than cocaine. It will keep you like, oh, I'm going to have some more of this. going to have some more of this. And that is why they put it in your food, because you will come back and buy them sugar cornflakes again and again until you can't. You're still like the fat rat, the sister, until you finish eating. It's like, Ugh. that's kind of what sugar does to you. So I'm just saying, y'all better be careful with all that sugar and stuff. Y'all kids um, got all that junk food, Okay. All them parents out here running to McDonald's every five minutes. Well, McDonald's is cute for like, um, like one time we had the blackout for nine days. And so all my organic groceries had to be thrown in the garbage. I admit I went to McDonald's and I had French fries. I know it's the worst thing to possibly eat to man because of the fat content and the try whatever you call them, the, the bad fat, trans fat that's in it and the oils. It probably has soybean oil. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why that is the worst thing for you is the French fries but it's the best. <laughs> it's better to make them from yourself from purple potatoes if you had to and bake them in the oven. But if you can't, um, that's the worst thing to eat. And if you're saying, I'm gaining weight from COVID, oh my God, it's not COVID. That's not why you're gaining weight. You're gaining weight because you can't shut your mouth. Like I couldn't. That's why I gained all that weight. I'm finally losing it. But I started shutting my mouth and doing a detox again. Uh, I'm going to get to you, Norma Jeans. I'm going to get to you. Uh, so, yeah, we have to learn to shut our mouths, Lord Jesus, uh, because um, it's going to get us in trouble. Okay, let's say trouble. Trouble meaning, you know, health problems. And with COVID now, we have to, you know, honestly, guys, 
you got to try your best to go as clean as you can. I know it's hard because I try it all the time. I'm always reinventing the wheel every few days. I'm like, oh, I want to have that chocolate bar from Germany. And then I'm like, oh, you know, you can't have that girl. So it's hard. I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I'm perfect. Because one thing I haven't had in like, I don't want to say a year um, that I would really miss is a steak, a Mexican steak with that lime and cilantro. Lord Jesus, what? Uh, I miss that. But I ain't had it because I know I can't do it. So I save my cheats for like a yearly thing if I can. Not all the time. And I'm not perfect. But you got to, you got to, for your health, you've got to, um, you got to try your best, especially with your kids. Your kids are everything. Like your parent, parents should be feeding their kids as much green, regular raw vegetables or steamed vegetables as possible, natural, organic. Because pesticides get onto those vegetables and like those fruit. Uh, some of them are okay, even if they have pesticides, because they have a thick, a thick uh, cover like a banana or avocado. That's okay if you had to, because it's got something to absorb it. Mango, it's got it's something to absorb it. I prefer organic, but sometimes you can't find it; almost impossible to find. Um, oranges, definitely, you want to try to get those if you can. And you want to get something with seeds, parents. I hope you're out here feeding your baby something with seeds. Because if you're not, they're not even getting what they're supposed to be getting. They're not getting the nutrients. You might want to get a supplement, especially your vitamin D game during COVID needs to be up. Your vitamin D game's got to be on point stellar. Vitamin C game, on point stellar. Zinc game, boom, in the house. That's what you got to be doing. Because, you know, it's one thing to, you know, have a pandemic. It's another thing to have tools and you're not even trying to help yourself fight the pandemic. But our kids, especially... Hey, grandma, what's up? Especially our kids, you got to you gotta step up your game, man. You got to step up. That's your job as a parent is to make sure you protect your child. That is your job. You know what I'm saying? And one way to protect your child is the first way, excuse me, for everything else besides giving them love and nurturing them and being like, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're talented, you're this or whatever. Giving them the ego, the mental part to be like, I'm a strong human being. Yes, I can do anything I want because my mama said I can. Uh, besides that, nutrients. If they don't have the proper food, listen to me. Okay. I've worked in classrooms for over 20 years as an assistant and all the above with autism, autism, all kinds of kids. If they don't have the proper nutrients and they got other issues, you're just doubling that, make doubling up and making it worse for the poor kids. So the least you can do, I feel like as a parent, my least, my least thing I can do is make sure, um, make sure that my kids have at least nutrients to fight so that if they get sick, it's going to be like, okay, next, because your cells are able to generate enough energy or whatever it needs to repair and be ready for whatever comes next. You know what I'm saying? But if your cells are not, if your cells are like all like, Hey, what's up? You know, we're just here hanging out because you're not getting nutrients. So it's like, yeah, okay. I'm just hanging out. And you know, you eat a piece of uh you know, um, you eat something healthy, like give me a green plant-based, um, natural. See, that's another thing. There's a lot of stuff man-made that may be okay, but it's not the best for you. So if I, I, do I eat eggplants? No way. I don't touch them. They're man-made. I don't eat them. But everybody else I know loves eggplants. Eggplants are fabulous. So that's fine if you like it, but I, I'm not going to eat that. Do I eat broccoli? I try not to because it's not really a it's man, it's, 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 uh, what I'm saying, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Man-made, uh, what do you call it? Genetically modified. I'll call it that way. How about that? Is that better? 
So it's while it's not, it's better than French fries. I'll tell you that it's better than French fries and it will not, I don't think it will harm you. So that's good. That's a good thing. So it's always better for that, especially for kids, if that's all you can get. But if you're trying to get a nutrient into your cells, you need to f- investigate what foods are live foods. What, what vegetable is a live, you know, food, radicchio, um, you know, what kind of lettuce is better? You don't want foxy lettuce. That ain't even real. Like, really? Like, what's fine? Ain't got no nutrients. But if you if you were stuck on an island and you only had foxy, eh, have the foxy. It's not going to kill you. That's the good news, right? But if you had an option, you got choices, right? You got a fresh farm over here and you got red leaf lettuce or you got some, oh, I forgot the other one that's good for you. Uh, you got something that's real with no chemicals on it. Hey, you go for that one. Go for that one because you're going to get the nutrients. Your body, your cells need nutrients. You know, so eat the cilantro, eat the Italian parsley, you know what I'm saying? Eat the, um, what's another one? Oh gosh, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Look up real live foods. Don't, don't eat stuff that's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the stuff, it's not bad for you. It's just not going to do nothing for you. Like what, like a carrot is good, but it's not going to give you really nothing. They say it gives you beta carotene, what are the A or something? I would like someone to take it to a lab and show me that. I want to see that. I want to see that because uh, I thought a carrot is another thing made. It usually made for rabbits, but, and rabbits have pretty fur. So don't get me wrong now. Rabbits have pretty fur. So I'm like, wait, if they eat carrots and I eat a lot of carrots, maybe I'll have pretty hair fur. I don't know. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just telling you parents, if you out here in these streets and you're a parent, it is your job to make sure that your child gets the nutrients that's needed. If you're giving your child pizzas and burgers and fries and like, um, oh, Hot Pockets all day, we love you, Hot Pockets, okay? I'm not trying to discredit you. I'm just saying you can't be giving kids that, especially every day. Your kid is going to be a Hot Pocket head. That's what that's what it's going to be. You can tell they don't get the nutrients they need. They can't fight. They can't fight spiritually, mentally, physically, you know what I'm saying? Obesity kicks in because they got all that microwave food. Oh, let's pop this in the microwave because it's so easy for me because I just don't have the time. Oh, make the time, people. Even when I heat up my kids' food, I don't like to use the microwave. It has to be a desperate situation. I like to put a little water in the pan and heat my food up that way, the old school way. I know it takes longer, but guess what? I'm not nuking it. I'm not killing all the nutrients because every time you put it in a nuke and then you put it in the microwave, you done killed all nutrients. So you're not getting nothing. So if you microwave your vegetables, good luck with that. That's all I'm going to tell you. And I know a lot of people out here do it. So it's no judgment. I'm just telling you, start thinking about it. If you got three-year-olds in the house, five-year-olds in the house, you got kids playing sports, seven years old, you ain't even giving them an advantage. You're not giving them an advantage by by giving them crap food. Uh, it's no advantage. You want to have pizza? Uh, my I love my foster mother. Pizza in my house is like, mm, 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 mm. Friday, I think it was Fridays was our junk day. That's it. You got, that's a, that's your only day. Other than that, you get cooked food in our house and it's got to be vegetables and you know. So I'm blessed. I'm so blessed, even as a foster kid. And at some point we were going to the farm, getting vegetables and milk fresh and eggs. So, you know, some point we was doing even better than that. Uh, but, but you got to think of nutrients for your kids. You, you can't look at your kid like no more like, you know, oh, I want Tommy to be the most popular kid and have all the pizza in the world. Because <laughs> all you're really saying is, oh, my little Tommy's going to be the most not right child in the world because all he eats is crap. So his brain's going to be crap and he hasn't, his body doesn't have time to, I can't explain it. As soon as something comes around and, and, you know, especially if your kids are sickly all the time, look at what they eat. If they got um, allergies really bad, 
Uh, if they got skin lesions bad, look at what they're eating. I guarantee you, unless it's environmental, you know, like they live in a mold. If it's something like that, it's probably what they're eating. You are what you eat. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? And so look at what you're eating. If your kids are eight years old and got acne or pop bellies and double breast, look at what they're eating. Soy products. Like a lot of vegetarians think, oh my God, I'm so healthy because I eat a soy burger. I'm like, oh, no, soy burger is not good for you. I don't care what anybody tells you. That is not good. That is estrogen. Estrogen causes more growth of stuff. And that's not good in any form. So I, even if I was menopause and I wouldn't take no, no uh, soy products, mm -mm, no, because they don't have real soy anymore. I, at least I don't, I, they may have it somewhere in another country. I ain't seen it yet in America. So maybe they have it somewhere, but I know a lot of vegan restaurants. I stopped eating at them because everything's soy, soy, mung bean, soy, soy, soy. I'm like, ew, yuck. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even, I don't even touch that. And I don't even, I'm not even impressed anymore when someone says they're vegetarian. Cause I'm like, yeah, what does, what does that look like? Tell me what that looks like. If they're not talking green stuff that comes out of the ground that was made by God, then I don't even want to hear what they got to say. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, Hey, Wandra, what's up? Hey, Anthony, Norma and Jenny, Jen, what's up? Uh, Lena, what's up girl? Who's this? A Wandra, Helena, <laughs> Helena. Junk food. Yes. Junk food. And you know, you got grandbabies. So, you know, you got to what you got to trick them kids. Y'all, you got little kids. I know it's hard out here in these streets. Okay. I know they'd be in my class. Miss Tanya, can I have some, uh, gummy bears? And I'd be like, sure you can, honey. Here's the organic ones, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or whatever. I'd find something that was like, I think they had like ginger, but even though it's not good, there's something just not good. Like here's my theory. This is how parents, if you want it, the easiest way to shop and save your money is, was it in the Garden of Eden? That's pretty much, that's how I shop. I know it's whack. I know my kids can't stand me sometimes, but that's pretty much how I shop. Was it in the Garden of Eden? Usually it was not in the Garden of Eden. So that's where the problem is. Uh, but uh, so, you know, you got to, you know, what'd you say here, Wandra? She said, uh, oh, yeah, makes them saloon. Now, that's another thing. Uh, yes, yeah, salmon and spinach. Here's another thing. Ooh, they be out here tricking us on these streets and these food streets, okay? These people be out here tricking us, and we don't even know it. And I didn't even know it. I started getting into holistic health and, you know, really researching foods and seeing what they're about because I want to know for me. Like, I don't care about what everybody else is doing. I'm, I mean, if y'all don't want to do it, then that's on y'all. But I try my best, and I'm not perfect. There's certain things I still eat that I'm like, I know that ain't good for me, but I try not to eat it as much. I try to do 95% um, plant-based and, and healthy when I can. Okay. Um, so I try, but I'm researching stuff. I'm, I want to know because I, I, the FDA tells me stuff that I know ain't good for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't do dairy. Why? Because it causes pus and mucus in the body. It appears to me. Uh, that's what it appears to do to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know since I gave it up, I don't have like people, even I think if I get my, even if my allergies, my allergies ain't been acting up at all. So that's a beautiful thing. But if they did, I'm just, a, I'll sniffle and it's clear and that's it. When you're doing milk oh, and yogurt and all that stuff, ooh, when you get that stuff or you get them little sniffles and they go all green and oh no, mm -mm, no, thank you, boo. I'm not doing none of that. So I don't do dairy. Once in a blue moon, I do love bitter pecan ice cream. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. 
but I've been good. I ain't been touching it. But what uh, that is the one thing I would indulge in. I'll say like every one, four months or something. If that, if that, I don't really. If I go out like a special occasion or something, a birthday, a New Year or something, I might break all the rules. Who knows? Well, no, there's some I won't. Like I don't touch pork. Although I found out I was at a friend's party, and uh, they gave me some some um, pasta. What is it called? The pasta about the vodka sauce. I didn't know pina alla vodka has ham in it. Nobody's told me because you can't see the ham. It's it's I guess it's shredded so much that it just looks like a sauce. And I kept saying, I wonder why it looks pink. <laughs> I had no clue. So they teased me and said, well, you had it before. And I was like, well, that's not really nice because I'm with the uh, Muslims on this one. I don't do pork. I haven't did pork in years. I don't touch pork because it causes worms in the body, allegedly. Uh, so I don't do that. But uh, And so for my friends to trick me and make me not know that that was in there, I'm ordering. I'm like eating it because I was like, oh, it's vegetarian. I can have this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, I get rid of it the next day. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, so I learned that. And then I got to drink all that vinegar to get that stuff out of my system. But that's, you know, that's the thing. You you got to watch what you eat, people. I mean, that's the bottom line, especially in a time of this uh, Delta and all these other variants, whatever variants coming on, whatever's coming on in the world, doesn't matter what it is. If your cells are stellar, I would, I'm going to guess that you have a less likely chance of, 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 you know, uh, all out war, uh, when your body gets sick, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I'm knock on wood. Cause you know, right now with everything going, they change tomorrow. I very rarely get sick. I mean, very rarely, literally I have to be under your face like this. And you sneeze in my, up in my nostrils like that. Cause I've worked in a hospital. Everybody was sick, but me, I was like, mm. then I was like, Oh, am I typhoid Mary? Am I her? Like, why am I the only one not sick? I don't know. Uh, so, so that's a possibility. I don't know. But all I'm telling you is I try to, I try. I'm, I didn't come from the best background. I was a foster kid and you don't want to know what I ate in the orphanages and the group homes and places. You don't want to know what I ate. I can't believe, I can't believe I'm alive, but, but this way, but I've done lots of detoxes and I try to, I try my best to try to eat clean because the bottom line is you have to have your body ready to fight anything that's coming or anything that comes along. And you can't fight nothing. I mean, not cancer, you can't fight nothing. If your body's mush, your cells are mush, you know what I'm saying? Those cells, God is, he is magnificent. I mean, this man, he knew what he was doing. You know, your cells are like this, right? And they are there to fight off anything that comes. They, they, they block it, boom, 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 boom. So if you feed it well, and you giving it plant-based at least, I'm not saying if you want, want to eat your meat, do what you do you. I'm personally trying to stay as far away from it as I can. But if you, you know, if that's what you think, and you eat organic meat, you still get chemicals in there. I hate to tell you. And I personally have taken to labs and you still get chemicals in your meat, even if it's organic and your fish, which is where we come to Miss Wandra. You said fish, salmon, be very careful about bottom feeder fish or any fish at this point and what water it comes from. You want wild caught if you're going to eat it. Get wild caught. Let me tell you why. I think it was Anthony Robbins. You know, I don't know if you heard about it. he had mercury poison so bad, but he was eating like tuna with fish and fresh, he thought it was fresh tuna, whatever it was. He was eating a lot of it. And guess what? He had mercury poison so bad they had to do something, clean out his system or something. He, he was really bad. So you want to, you know, you're going to go have lobster or whatever it is. Find out what water it comes from. From Quite frankly, I was told by an uh, herbalist that 
doesn't matter what water it comes from, it's not going to be good for you. So I hate to tell you that. And I hate to tell myself that because one sin that I do love is lobster. I hate to say it. Uh, I don't eat it often. It's like once a year, but I, that's the, I don't know why I just love lobster. I love shrimp. Um, all the bottom feeders, which are in the Bible, the worst ones to eat. Of course I get those. So I get it. But if you're a parent and you're feeding your kids tilapia or farm raised salmon, I got a newsflash for you. Take that fish to the lab and see what nutrients they're really going to get. That's all I'm saying. Take it to a lab. Don't believe, don't believe anything I say. Take it to a lab. Find the lab that does the food processing thing and that can do it for you. And, um, and um, you know, try to see um, what, see what you can, see, tell me what nutrients. If you find out, you please make sure you contact me for the show and I will have you on here to tell me what the results of the lab says. Because uh, one time I was doing this, we were doing a thing for pitching something, a show, and we had to get all this meat organic and unorganic. And oop, when it came back from the lab, all of it had chemicals. The ones that were not organic had over 250 chemicals. And guess what those chemicals cause? All the health issues that y'all be having. I'm just saying. So that's that was just that. It could have been just that batch of meat that we randomly grabbed. Who knows? I'm not going to say it's every meat. I'm just going to say, be careful what you eat because you are what you eat. So if you're eating salmon, and I would not be eating tilapia under no circumstances. It, it's a great substitute. Like if you're trying to make those tacos, oh child, yes, God. But it's it's not good. Farm raised, it's not good. They bottom feeders, they eat all the nasty stuff. So you got to worry about all kinds of stuff. Don't do it. And check your mercury levels if you eat a lot of fish, especially y'all's out there in Florida. I'm just saying y'all think out in Florida is beautiful out there. But unfortunately, some of the whales, look at the PBS documentary done on some of the whales down in Florida and the nice parts like Port St. Lucie and all those beautiful places. Um, some of the whales out down in Florida are coming back with dementia. They don't know, remember stuff. Yeah. yeah. So just think about what the people are eating. Woo, Lord Jesus. That's just, that is not good. That is not good. Y'all need to check that, okay? The whales are coming back with dementia. What? What is going on with our world? Like, that's just horrible. Tilapia fish, yes, it's horrible. Exactly. And Oh, you too, Donna? You hate tilapia? She said, I hate tilapia. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, I don't like... I I mean, when I, if you trick me with the palate, I one time had it, and, and I said to the guy, I said, this is this before I was really into everything. I said, this is not... Um, what's it, halibut? What's the one that you do? A oh, cod, and he was like, "Oh no, it's it's to it's a uh, it's a uh, tilapia," and I didn't realize at that time what it was, and so I did some research, and I was like, "Oh my god, no! Thank God I wasn't really big. I don't know why. One of my daughters vegetarian since she was young. She was like, "I'm not eating meat because her grandmother took her to a demonstration. Thank you, grandma. I love you, grandma. Eleanor, you're the best. Thanks to you." My kid was schooling me on how to eat. Carl, Carl what'd you say? The worst fish ever, ever? Yeah, I believe so. Wild caught fresh waters. Yes. But now where is Anne Marie said, yuck, yuck. I wish I had a, like one of those cartoons every time somebody made a comment. Tony Viagra, what'd you say? That will be a big Alzheimer's unit. Yeah, that will be a very big. Well, that's the thing. Check out the Florida. Go look at their Alzheimer's unit. It's probably huge, right? probably huge but some areas they say canada waters have pretty good fresh fish yeah they do um but they you know they get a little twisted up there lately they those my favorite but they get a little twisted i'm so i'm gonna say is do your homework people if you have young kids it is worth it for you to take 
your fish that the store said is supposed to be fresh or fresh wild caught, it is worth it for you to take that, get together with a group of 10 parents, y'all take it to a lab and pay the hundred bucks or whatever it'll cost, 50 bucks, whatever it costs to test and see what nutrients are really in that fish or not in that fish, or if there's any chemicals like mercury in the fish. It's, it's worth it, especially if you shop there often, it's worth it, I think. Um, so I just so happened to be doing a freelance reporting job thousands of years ago. That's only why I knew that, or I would have never did it myself. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I would have never did it. Um, because I always, you know, my, my kids didn't always eat perfect. I did things like crackers. I didn't know about crackers. Now I know about crackers. I would never feed my, like my grandson, the poor kid's going to be like, here's your green vegetables chopped up raw. <laughs> He's going to be like, grandmother, what are you doing to me? I'm a healthy growing boy. I need meat. And we're like, no, you don't need any meat, baby. Even though I don't think he, because his mother doesn't eat it. He ain't eating now. So I don't think he will be. We're going to see about that one. Who's that? Um, I like sardines. Yes, yeah, sardines. I love me some sardines with some crackers. What? Back in the day, but I don't eat crackers no more, so I can't figure out um, flying fish. Oh, really, Donna? Flying fish? Have I had flying fish? I probably haven't. Just don't know it because I had an uncle. My uncle Ernie, um, God rest his soul. Um, he used to teach my brother and I how to fish since we were like seven years old. I love that man. I love my aunt Effie's husband. He's so fast. So I probably had it and just didn't know it. Uh, and I've been deep sea fishing with grandpa once. So that was pretty cool, but I'm going to try that flying fish. How do you cook it? Um, Donna, how do you cook flying fish? Um, Hey, call you as soon as you're off the air. Oh yes, please do. Yep. I'll be done soon. Uh, let's see. Who's that? Oh, grits. Oh, what? grandma, why are you going to try to get me in trouble? See grandma's on here. Okay. Cause hers from the South and she trying to get me in trouble. Okay. Talking about grits. Okay. You do not tell a woman with Afro about, you don't talk about fish and then put grits up in there. You just don't do it. This is not right, grandma. It's not right. <laughs> you can fry and steam. Oh, really? Oh, I got to check that out. Is it like when you do the, um, have you ever had the Jamaican fish where they put the peppers and they wrap it in the tinfoil and throw that sucker in there with the onions? Oh, yes, God. Um, yes, y'all making me hungry. Okay. I did not, I, have, I ate dinner at three o'clock like an idiot. So now I'm hungry. But um, I guess I'll have to wait. Grits with butter. Grits with butter. Tony, you're trying to give me a heart heart attack, aren't you? See, first of all, I want to tell y'all something. While grits and butter is the bomb, okay, and if you're really going to send with the bacon, it's really the bomb, okay, because it's that salty taste with that no taste. Okay, I got the palate thing going on. But I'm talking about healthcare, people. We're trying to live. And you cannot live in these streets if you're eating grits with butter every day. Okay, you can't do it. Because the grits are a starch and a starch causes illnesses in the body eventually. Okay. So bread, pasta, and rice, not good for you every day. I hate to tell you this. And trust me, I am not happy about it. I haven't eaten bread in a long time. I don't do bread unless I'm out somewhere. Like if I'm out, there's things I do that I normally would never do because I have a policy. If I go out, if I go out to eat during this COVID time, my food has to be well cooked, hot. I don't do no coal. I don't do no salad while I'm out. I don't do none of that. That's just me. That and I've been stuck sticking to that for now. So far, working. Um, I try not to unless I know um, the people cooking it or something like that. But that's very rare. So anyway, that's just me. But yeah, you um, also. It's time. Eat also, what'd you say, Grandma? Also, it's the time you eat. The time you. Yes. Well, okay. Well, I found out this from my my nutritionist says. You don't need three meals a day. That's what the FDA tells you. You don't really need that. I mean, I like to put my body, uh, I like to do intermittent fasting. 
So I don't eat till three o'clock and then I usually don't eat no more at all the rest of the day. If I do, it'll be a mango or something like that. That's it. That's what I'm on right now because my body needs time to catch up and process all the stuff that it's got in you. Got that track, your digestive track. That thing's like, what, 100 feet long? Somebody said, what, 25? I mean, some long amount. I don't know. Some long amount. Do you know how long it takes seven days for meat to get out of your system? And then the rest that don't get out sits on your colon, which is why people end up with colon cancer later because they're not flushing their body, getting the proper nutrients of, uh, what do you call it, getting the proper um, vegetable greens to like rough it down, the roughage to get it to get it down, go through all that track. And, oh, God, it's, it's probably a job. I want to do a children's book on that, like the work it takes to eat. That would be awesome. I think that would be good. Um, so brown rice or black. Actually, brown rice is not good for you any more than white rice. Black rice is good for you and wild rice is good for you. Brown, I found out, is no better than white. I hate to tell you that, but and the FDA is going to tell you that, but go do research. I told you, never believe what I say. Always go and double check it. That's how you do it. And I hate to tell you, the first three layers of Google is all crap. It's all bought out. So you got to dig, 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 dig. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I start reporting because it's like, it's all bull crap. It's all it's all man-made crap now, up to 20 feet in adults. Oh, is it that 30 feet? See, my friend Donna there, she's a nurse, so she knows. Is it 30 feet? That's all? <laughs> wow. Ooh, that's long. I mean, that's exhausting. I mean, all that. Can you imagine all that food having to go down there? It's like, hey, guys, we're up here. You got to beat me down there. Okay. And that's why it's important to eat your vegetables. Small meal, also not a big old plate food. Yes, yeah, small meals. I'm learning that. You know, for me, as a former foster child who came into foster care malnourished badly, I was always hungry. I was just hungry. I wanted food. So I ate and ate and ate. I would out eat my brothers because I was like, I need food. And then it took me a while to learn like, no, girl, you stretching your stomach out. I don't know how I was so skinny. I was so skinny. They used to call me olive oil. That's how skinny I was. But I had no idea about you know, small portions, like that wasn't even, because I was like, I'm getting a portion, like <laughs> before that, I wasn't getting no food, so I was like, yes, then when I got to my house here, my mom's like, we'll always have food, boo, slow it down, you always have food, don't worry, that's never going to be a problem, and I learned, so you're right, Norma, small portions is uh, is best uh, when you can, because uh, your body needs time to process that stuff, and I'm learning that, it's hard for me, I, I ain't going to lie, till this day, so my, last but not least, the story, um, I got two more, two more I'm left, this one and another one. So, um, uh, so much for uh, food, guys. All I'm telling you is please feed your kids nutrients that will help them live and think better and clearer. You know what I'm saying? If you're giving them, you know, um, gum and pizza and French fries, uh, unless you home, even if, if you're going to give your kids French fries, go buy yourself some purple potatoes, cut them up and do them the, the rosemary and the thyme on them or whatever, however you put them on or something, you know, something with the avocado oil on or something. If you had to, if you had to, if you had bake them, bake them or something like that, if you had to, no problem. But you buying them ones in the freezing section, the favorite, my favorite one, the tater tots. Oh, and you're buying all those. You ain't doing nothing, but you're doing a disservice to your children when you get all that stuff every day. I'm not talking about one shot deal. I'm not talking about you went to the birthday party and you had the cake. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about every day. Seven days a week, your kids are go look in your refrigerator, go look in your freezer and see what's in there. And I can guarantee you for a lot of parents, hot dogs, by the way, hot dogs. And you can ask, uh, go look in the medical journals, hot dogs. Um, let's just say allegedly 
um, were found to be the cause of a lot of childhood cancers. Um, they're not good for you. They're not good. And processed meats, not good for you. Even if they don't have that, what's what you call them, nitrate or whatever that thing is in it, it's still not good for you. You got to think about, I try to, it's hard, um, but it's, you got to think like, was this in the Garden of Eden? If it wasn't in the Garden of Eden, I pretty much don't. I'm pretty not, not, potato chips, not in the Garden of Eden. They're not. I hate to tell you. You know, popcorn, not in the Garden of Eden. I hate to tell you. Uh, some things just not there. Uh, and that's how you pretty much, if you shop like that 90% of the time, even 85%, how about that? Even 85, cause you got kids and they got to, you know, get their little cheat on, I guess. I personally believe the younger they are, the more you brainwash them to do your way, not their way. Cause if you start them off, my daughter wasn't allowed to touch sugar and candy and all that stuff. If someone snuck it to her, that's on them. But when in my house, I didn't buy all that stuff. No. So to this day, she's 32. She still don't like sugar. She still don't like candy. She still don't have, well, I think she said she's getting her first cavity at 32. Come on. Like now my other one's opposite. She loves candy. She loves it. So she's opposite. Why? I don't know. Grandma, you know, <laughs> grandmas, sometimes grandmas give you stuff. You'd be like, I'm the grandma. I can do what I want. So you ain't going to argue with no grandma. I know I'm not <laughs> right. Grandma can do whatever she wants. Brown rice at a time. You said, oh, really? Who's this? Anne-Marie says, I eat twice a day. My big snack is orange. I, oh, I love oranges, Anne-Marie. Girl, you went, we're going to have to sit and have an orange fest one day because I love me some Valencia oranges with the seeds in them. Oh, yes, God. They know, Sometimes they're not as sweet, though. And um, I stopped buying them because I asked the guy, and their oranges, some of them don't have seeds. You have to get the Valencia, I think. I think Valencia has seeds. And a couple other ones, like sometimes if you get the organic ones, You'll find them. I find them sometimes at Chico's and some other places. Zappa Shop, I think, has some. Some, But they tell me, oh, we don't have seeds. Don't buy anything that don't got no seeds. Your watermelon, don't buy it. Because guess what? You're not getting no nutrients. And if it ain't got a seed in it, that means it's probably made in a lab. I'm just saying. If you like lab food, then you go right ahead. How it does make? Yes, if you see the way hot dogs are made, you give up. Listen, you ain't never lied, Anthony. First of all, when I saw the study, about, go look up a study about, uh, I don't know the name of it about childhood cancers. And they were finding a lot of those kids were eating hot dogs. And I used to love me some hot dogs. Thank God, my mother, we didn't have them often. Thank you, God. And we didn't do barbecues often. Thank God, because there's so many of us, I guess nobody wants to invite us. <laughs> but so we're lucky in that aspect. But you know how many kids out here barbecuing all summer long, eating hot dogs every day, all day? They contribute to childhood cancers, so I wouldn't be messing around with them. But I know also some kind of grilled foods are not good for you, you know, depending on what you're using, that profane, whatever, depending on what you're using or something like that. So that's not good for you either. Barbecued meat, you know, that stuff is not really good for you. It tastes good. I ain't going to lie. Okay. It tastes really, really good. Okay. But there's other ways to do it that are not as harmful to you. So don't let me tell you, I'm not the food police, but I am the food police. Because I'm just saying out of concern, begin small. It's hard. Yes, it is hard. And I'm not going to lie. It's hard for families if markets purposely put junk food, kids, I love it. Yes, they do, Carl. That's right. They do. They they are so clever. Even me, I'm like, oh, why'd they put that chocolate with the hazelnuts right there? Like, why? I don't want to say that. They do strategically place everything. Absolutely. I worked in a store. Delicious. I know, Amory. Who are you telling? No hot dog is true. Yeah, hot dogs are very, very not good for you. I'm sorry, hot dog industry. Y'all got to come up with another way. I hate to tell you, boo, but that way is not the way. Um, and it's probably that thing that they put in it that makes it taste so good. God, have you ever had a kosher hot dog? What? Oh, what? I love kosher hot dogs, okay? I cannot tell you 
Uh, I I love them. Those Nathan hot dogs are good, but it's been your ooh, Nathan's back in the day. I luckily ain't went there much, but I've had a couple of them. I had a few of them probably in my lifetime, several. Okay. I've had some of those and they are so good. My God. Uh, most fruit got seeds in it. If not, something's not right. Yes. Um, most fruits, if they don't have a seed in it, you better, you best to believe, be believing, like ask your store person that buys it. Where are you buying these from? Because <laughs> they ain't got no seeds. And it just means it's, it's probably a GMO, probably genetically modified. And just like, I didn't know, um, like, I don't want to put no shade on nobody's brand name, but I didn't know a certain company, uh, with a star in front of it, um, that when you go into the store and buy their coffees, their mocha chocolates, mocha coffees or whatever in the little six pack, um, they, it says on there genetically engineered. I was like, y'all going to tell me like, y'all going to tell me disappoint my, myself, oh, but I stopped drinking those coffees. I stopped buying the frappalapa chappuccinos, all that stuff. I stopped buying it because guess what? For COVID, that's what made me gain all that weight. Sugars, guys, sugars are killer. They feed cancer. So if you have something in your genetic makeup anyway, all that's going to do is help you say, hey, guys, you guys can come on out because I'm going to help you bring it on out. Yes, God. There's other factors. But when you are fighting, your body's fighting stuff already from past whatever. You know your heart disease running in your family and you're knocking out you know, uh, fried eggs every day and bacon and you're eating Crisco oil every day. And you're like, you know, popping in the microwave, the microwave foods every day. Good luck with that. That's all I can tell you. Good luck with that. I can tell you that's probably going to turn out not good. I'm just saying, I can tell you that I had a brother that died of 41 of heart disease. And it has been my mission since then to figure out what foods clog the arteries. I mean, literally I'm that if I wasn't so much young, I would probably go uh, back to school and go to either medical school or law school because I'm learning things that's like, what? Are you kidding? Like the artery was clogged 90%, like a table, hard, that hard. That's what clogged means. Nothing can get through. None of the blood can process, which means what? Strokes and heart attacks and whatever, amnesisms, whatever, all those, all the above. That's crazy. That is crazy. That food can do that to you and that you can prevent it. That's even crazier. Now, here's the... Um, what do you call it? fatalist piece? When it's your time, it's your time. I do believe that, but I ain't trying to rush it. I'm just saying, I ain't trying to rush it. So I could, I'm hoping I'll be like my great grandparents that lived to be a hundred and did everything in Louisiana, known to Louisiana, no man. And they lived to be a hundred, just got in bed and just, whoop, just died a heart attack after they got in bed and slept. I hope that's my way. I hope I'm be, actually, I'm petty. I want to be 101. Okay. You will not get that on me, Joseph. No. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, food. Uh, yes, I had kosher hot dog ones from Ben's. Oh, yes. I had one. Um, my favorite was um, the one in the, it's like, it's like red writing, red background and yellow. Uh, what's the name of it? Oh, I love it. But anyway, I can't have it. I just can't do it. So you have to, we have to have control. If you know that your body's already in a state of health, that's not healthy. You've got to start doing, I know for me, I've been joining the Great Black Detox every Wednesday and Friday. It's a free link. I go on and ask all the questions I want about fibroids, about um, what's the other ones, infertility. They talk about um, all kinds of stuff, prostate for men, all kinds of stuff. And it's free. It's a free link. Go check out the Great Black Detox. I love them. I don't care what anybody says. I love them because they are all for my health and for me living a longer life. And Hebrew International, yes, God, Tony, those are the ones. Yes. Why do you even mention it? Now I'm having a flashback. I'm feeling a certain kind of way. Now that you mentioned that, Tony. 
Okay. That is like saying a curse word to me. Like what? Hebrew International. What? I love those. I hate to say it, I love those. So anyway, my last two stories, I know I went on and on, but only because I want parents to know there's so many people, young kids out here. I just really want you to know, you know, stuff that I didn't know when I was the first young mother, you know, luckily it worked out for me. My kid hated me. Thank God. But that could have been pretty ugly. So she's always healthy. My daughter's, I'm lucky. I'm so blessed that my kids are healthy. Uh, you know, it change any day. You never know. But growing up, my kids never got sick. Like, it's just, we just don't get sick. We have a policy in my house. We don't got time to get sick. We just don't got time for it. So, and I worked in a hospital and never got sick. Um, had to go by time to do the same medical school. I used to go to the library. Yes, Amory. Yes. That's because you know why? Because your health is everything. Like no matter what happens in this lifetime, if you if your health is you don't got your health, it doesn't matter. If you have a billion dollars. Ask the Rothschild lady; she had all that money, and her sons treated her like garbage. Okay, so money means nothing if your health is sucks. So I I'm just telling you this because I'm hoping that somebody, some parent, especially them young parents who got them young babies, they out there like, oh here you can have an ice pop. No, you have to you have to train your kids the way in which you want them to go. So if you don't care, then fine, feed them whatever you want, but it's not fair to them. It's like you decided to have them come into this life. I'm sorry, I have to plug my thing. You decided to have them come into this life. So it is it is your responsibility to make sure that they have one proper nutrition because that's going to long, you know, keep their brain cells working and keep them, you know, on stellar on point. Two, that they have a roof over their head and that they have, um, you know, a chance. That's what you're supposed to provide as a chance, a chance. I've heard parents say, well, I don't have to pay for my kid's college. Really? And how do you expect them to compete in today's world if they choose to? I mean, now if they're talented and they're artists, fine. They can be a guitarist to be the best ever. That's fine. But if, let's say if I say, I want to go to, I want to go to school. I think a parent, I believe a parent owes them at least the first couple of years. Come on, something. You know, that's just me. Maybe I'm whacked out. I don't know. But anyway, so much for that. I do have uh, some good news for those who are sending their kids to college. There is a uh, historically black colleges uh, in the South, uh, South Carolina, offering free tuition. Yes, God, I got this off the Associated Press. So Rock Hill, South Carolina, um, a small black college in South Carolina is offering a full-time student free tuition for the upcoming 2021 academic year. Get your kids in these schools, girls and boys. Let's go. Clinton College, the president, uh, Lester, Lester, I say it right, McHorn, uh, he made an announcement last week uh, for qualifying full-time students at the school in Rock Hill. The school had already made the commitment to slash fall tuition by 50% for its students and offer every student a new tablet. What? A new tablet. Uh, new outlets, um, the, the news outlet reported that story. So I think that's awesome that um, that, that school is doing that. Um, now the college is making tuition free uh, as a school, which a lot of schools are doing, are hoping to ensure that their students get a college education despite of their finance finances. Um, so, you know, it was brought on by COVID-19. So that's good. I got to give a shout out to... Um, Hate to do this now because now they're making them take the vaccine, but that's another story. I got to give a shout out to SUNY Oneonta, awesome school. They were really good during the pandemic. I got to say, parent, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I don't know where you got your staff from, but you need to keep them for extra and give them a bonus, okay? Because that's how good they were. They were on point. They didn't miss a beat, okay? Not a beat. SUNY Oneonta, you get all the love in the world for that. All the love. 
Uh, and I'm glad my kid graduated because now they got the mandatory stuff going on. But but that's okay. I'm glad my kid's gone. She's done. Uh, but it's okay. Uh, Y'all get love for me because as a parent, it was nice not to have to worry about certain things. I mean, they were awesome. They rolled out. They did. They did. They they got pandemic money and they really shared it with the kids. I'll tell you that. So thank you, Sony Anianta. I appreciate you. Um, so at this school, each student, um, each full time student, excuse me, will also get a free Microsoft. Oh. I don't know about Microsoft. Microsoft Surface laptop. Wish it would have been a Mac, but that's okay. Um, uh, says the the principal, McCorn. Um, he wants to make sure that that the kids can perform with excellence um, without any excuses, which is true. Like if you got your laptop, like the, you got the laptop. School's got Wi-Fi. What's up? Why we ain't breath busting out them A's? Let's go. Um, so the school website um, says that the school full time is four thousand nine hundred sixty dollars per semester. Uh, while a full year costs 9920 So that probably includes the dorms, I think. So students who are vaccinated can live on campus and still be responsible for paying for room and board. Um, but those who attend full-time and live off campus can continue their courses online free of charge. How dope is that? Whoa, I love them. I love them. I love them, okay? So um, what did he say? It's been taxing for everybody during the, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, and so I in college, they decided that they do their best, uh, keep the school moving forward and providing quality education. Uh, in, uh, in a, in, even during a virtual environment, they had to do what they had to do. So he's saying, um, you know, uh, that he wants kids to, to excel. So that's why they're doing this. Um, but Clinton College is not the only one. There's many schools that uh, established by African African Methodist Episcopal Zion Church during the Reconstruction years uh, to help eradicate the literacy that went on uh, among free you know freedmen. So it, they actually operated 120 years. Wow. So basically, since slavery let out, we weren't allowed to read. Pretty much, they create these schools so that some black people can read. That's pretty much how they create this school, which is clever. I appreciate them. Uh, so anyway. Um, there's a lot of uh, schools doing that, but that's awesome. Uh, there's also Spart, what's it called? Spartanburg Community College. They're currently offering students a similar deal to anyone taking a minimum of six credits. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, there's stuff out here, people. If you want to go to school, there's always a way, okay? You just got to dig and search and research, okay? So my last story for the night will be, um, who's this? Let me make sure I remember Nathan Fry. Oh, Nathan Fry, stop, Tony. You trying to, my artist getting clogged as you say that, okay? Uh, they were awesome. I hate to say that. I hate to say they were awesome, okay? So my last story for the night uh, is a good news story, I call it. First inventor of the GPS. Did y'all know it was a black woman that helped develop the GPS technology? Yes, 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 yes. And um, and I can't remember his name. There also the traffic light system. You know how there's red, green, and yellow? Well, there's a trip system in that that makes it go, um, uh, you know, that makes it flip 30 seconds, 10 seconds, however long your light is, is how much long they got a program for. Well, it was a black guy that created that. I forgot his name. Shame on me because I used to work for his company, uh, JHK Transcore. Uh, they do a lot of stuff with DOTs now and stuff. But just to let you know, just a small fact, uh, there was a black guy that invented that. How cool is that? So you're sitting at a light that's a little too long. You can blame him for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, so the uh, lady that made the GPS system is uh, Gladys West. Okay. Um, now, she never knew that her work uh, at the Navy base in uh, Virginia back in the 1950s and 60s would play a great uh, pivotal role in creating a popular form of technology. 
So that is how um, that is now uh, what incorporated into cell phones, cars, social media. Like there's nothing. I mean, what map quest, all that stuff. I mean, that's all GPS stuff. I'll find my phone, all that stuff. Right. So for 42 years, the 87 year old mathematician worked with a team of engineers to develop the geographical positioning system or GPS as we call it before retiring in 1998. Wow. What a stellar thing here. Um, so it was her sorority sister, uh, a lady by the name of Gwen James, uh, who discovered the contributions that Wes made in the GPS technology. And she wanted to share the news. So I got that through the Associated Press. Uh, and that's a, that's a, that's a great thing. So her friend is an awesome friend. So James, who is also, hello, a fellow member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority, you know, those girls be doing it. Okay. Um, GPS has changed the lives of everyone, uh, forever. So that's a, that's a great thing. So anyway, um, there's not, there's not one segment that you can think of in this global society, military, auto industry, cell phone industry, um, social media, parents, NASA, whatever, that does not utilize the global positioning system. So we thank her, Gladys West. We thank you for that great invention. Um, so anyway, um, that about wraps it up. But I do want to give you one little, uh, you know, I got to do, I'm going to do, a, um, it's a repeat because um, I didn't get my other one put up tonight. But I will do a quick sketch city for you guys um, because it's time for Sketch City. Let's see what we got. Ready? I got 75 Welcome to the Lance Boyle Auction House. And I'm your auctioneer, Lance Boyle. Tonight, we have the Andrew Cuomo Accuser Auction. We're already at eight accusers, so let's begin the auction. We got eight, we got eight, we got eight, 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 eight. We're looking for nine, looking for nine, looking for nine, looking for nine. Give me nine, give me nine, I want nine. Okay, we got nine in the back, nine in the back. There's nine, okay, we got nine. There we got ninth accuser right there. There we go, ninth accuser. Take the floor, ma'am. Um, well, about, I don't know, 1975, uh, I was working with Andrew and um, he started staring at me one day. And he kept looking and looking, and then he winked at me. And I was like, did he just wink at me at work? And then he was like, um, I think you're old enough to be winked at. I was like, what does my age have to do with winking? I don't know. But I was just very, very disturbed by that. I'm just saying. Oh, tender, oh, got a lady in the back there. Number 10, take the floor, man. Hi. Well, um, let's just say I met Cuomo at one of the dinner events in about 1985, I want to say. And, um, uh, he would just stare into my And then he said, you have nice eyes. And it creeped me out. It just creeped me out. I'm just saying, it creeped me out. That's it. That's all I could do. I don't know. Oh. Oh, we got 11 in the back. 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 Okay, floor is yours, man. We got 11. We got 11. 
Okay, so like, um, my name is Tamika. Okay, and I met Kubomo, okay, in 1992 or something like that, okay, and I was working in the store and he came in and he was like, oh, baby got back. And so I, I got taken aback because I was like, what? Where I come from, baby got back mean back back, not the back 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 you think it's back, but the back what I'm talking about is back there. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, that cannot be so, okay? So I'm going to get your shit together. It's just not, no, okay? So I feel really offended that that even happened because you cannot tell me that baby got back. Okay, that's not what we do. There's 12, there's 12, well told. Okay, 12, yes, man, the floor is yours. Hello, <laughs> my name is Francesca. Uh, I met Mario Cuomo in the Italy about uh, 1998, uh, something like this. Come see, come see. You know, I said to him that I was looking for work in the United States, and uh, he says to me, I would love to give you a job in the front office. I can't believe he said this to me. A job in the front office? I don't understand this. Why, why you would think that I would work in the front office? I am, am not put for the front of the office. Uh, I was very offended by this. Uh, and then he says to me, well, you know, if you want to come from Italy to, to New York, you have to do something different. And I just didn't understand what he meant by different, you know. We don't do too many different things where I come from in Chichilla. It just doesn't make sense to me. So I was very offended that he was telling me that I work in the front. In the front. Why would I want to work in the front? I've, I've been in the back all my life. It doesn't make sense to me. That's all I have to say for now. Hi, um, can I please have four cream cheese, bagels, excuse me, bagels with cream cheese locks on it, please? Ma'am, do you realize that that's going to be pretty expensive? Why, yes, I do. And I'd like some capers, too, while you're at it. That's going to be really expensive, ma'am. What do I look like to you, chopped liver? We also have chopped liver that's like really, really expensive. Do you barter? I'd gladly give you my, uh, let's see what I got here. I'd gladly give up my Farragamos tomorrow for four bagels, cream cheese, and lots of capers today. I'm sorry, ma'am, we don't barter, but we do accept food stamps. How about I stamp my initials on your forehead? <laughs> Thank you very much for watching Sketch City. Thank you, guys. Uh, so who's this? Um, Let's see how, so you guys are still here with me. I love it. Thank you guys. Uh, yeah, those are uh, our sketches. Tony, thank you. You always help me with that. And uh, Mercedes, thank you for editing for us. We're getting, we have finally got somebody to edit our sketches. So we're excited about that. Um, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Baby got back there. <laughs> you saw that, Anne-Marie? <laughs> hey, you get, hey, we do these on the fly. We like doing improv. We love this stuff. Uh, and nothing's going to stop us, including a pandemic. So that's what we do.
You know what I'm saying? We about that life, right, Tony? We about that life. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys um, so much. Let me just give you a couple of things I want you guys to look out for for me. All right. So I got a whole bunch of stuff to say here. So first, if you're looking to hire a comedian, you know, you can always call Five Black Comics. Okay. You let us know, inbox us and let us know. You also got, um, who else? Get Tony by agricomedy.com uh, and books, books to buy. Please check out my friend Elizabeth, uh, Unbreakable Me. Uh, it's a story about uh, living in a family with racism and addiction and, and turning all around and going to healing and recovery. So that's a great book. Uh, and of course, one of our own, Kevin Lee, you got to check out Playing With Fire. There it is in the background. You can see it there by com uh, comedian Kevin Lee, magician comedian Kevin Lee. He does both. I must point that out. Uh, and yeah, so uh, check that out on Amazon as well. And then you got Gina Fiari. Check our website out, www.myitaliantherapy.com. Her book is, there we go, My Italian Therapy. Um, check it out. Uh, again, dealing with, uh, you know, finding yourself after addiction and cancer, beating cancer and addiction and recovery, like amazing stuff. You got to check out those books. And then my book, of course, I always mention it, Surviving Foster Care and Making It Work For You. Uh, that's a book I wrote for uh, Foster Youth, self-help book. All the proceeds go to Foster Kids Unite, which is www.fosterkidsuniteinc.com. Uh, just to let you know. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys do me a favor. Please go to my YouTube page on the town with Tanya. Yes. And you can go to foster kids unite Inc page too, while you're at it. And you can go to five black comments page while you're at it. Please hit the like button and subscribe, hit that little bell. So that every time I go live, it goes ding, ding, ding. And remind you, I think a half an hour before I go live, it remind you. So just do that for me if you can, cause I'm trying to make it out here in these streets. Okay. It is rough out here in these streets. Okay. I'm trying to make it. Okay, because we're trying to bring you real stories, real people, real things that really happen to real people. Like no fancy, you know, maybe one day I'll be fancy for you. Maybe one day I'll be fancy. Maybe one day I'll blow dry my hair. <laughs> but right now, you're getting it real, baby. Okay, so, you know, we got to learn to like the real and, and love ourselves as we are. No edits needed, okay, unless we want to do an edit. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I hope you're there with me. Hey, Deborah. Hi. How are you? How are you? Um, I have to have you on the show one day because she does great stuff with comedy as well. Uh, so, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, who's that? Oh, you're, oh you, I love you, Anne-Marie. And I wish one day I'm going to have you on the show, too. I would love to have you and Grandma Norma on the show. And y'all could tell us some good stuff that's changed that you think has changed in time. So we'll, we'll, we'll look at those possibilities one day. But in the meantime, guys, I know you got to go. And someone keeps telling me, Donna, I think it was Donna was teasing me. You should have your show be an hour. And I was like, I can't talk for an hour. Uh, but looks like I'm getting there. So I didn't mean to give you this long, guys. Um, sometimes I always think, eh, 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 eh. but uh, stay on the lookout. I'll be back on Sunday. Um, in the meantime, Saturday, Five Black Comics, Sexual Harassment. Is, the, is it me too, too much? What's going on with that? You know, you got Cuomo uh, resigning, which is probably the right thing to do and considering, but like, you know, this politics playing a part in that, all that stuff. You want to check us out Saturday at five o'clock. You definitely want to check out Buy Black Comics because that's going to be a hot topic. Just saying. Um, and yeah, what else? Uh, so you guys, a lot has changed. Yes, I know. And that's what I would love to talk to. Them. I would have my seniors day. I want to talk to my my, my people. You know what I'm saying? My senior people. Got to get them out here. So I'm going to try to figure out how to orchestrate that one day. Um, but in the meantime, I thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day or out of your night. 
some for some of y'all's day uh, to watch our show on the town with Tanya. You guys are absolutely the best uh, viewers anybody could ever have. Okay, including better than Oprah's. Yes. Okay. So um, what uh, I'm going to leave you with this is um, try to do something kind for somebody tomorrow, even if it's just a smile. Bye. <music>